where my Savior died. Down where for cleansing from sin. To his name, glory to his name. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I think I muted those people that are on, that are calling on the conference line. So please, I'm uh-huh. so sorry. Down where for cleansing from sin I cried. There to my heart was the blood applied. of our sin. It perfected the work of redemption. We that we are yet sinners. We that we are nowhere to be found. Jesus came. He died. A day like this, he resurrected. He perfected the work. I want us to lift up our voice once again and say, Jesus, thank you for what you did on my behalf. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's begin to give glory to his name. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give glory to your name. 
Thank you, Jesus. We bless your holy name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, today is the resurrection day. Is a day to celebrate our salvation. Is a day to rejoice because we triumph over the devil. Father, glory be to your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We say glory be to your name. Thank you, Jesus. To my heart, the blood was applied. I was clean and make white as snow. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, most high God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The battle is over. Hallelujah. Our Lord is victorious. He gave us the salvation. He redeemed us from the power of darkness. He translated us to the kingdom of his dear son by his power. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we magnify you. Oh, for perfecting the work of our salvation. Oh, he resurrected. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. People of God, we cannot thank God enough for what he has done for us. We cannot thank him enough. But he paid the price. He paid the ultimate price price and now we are free we are escaped from darkness the lord set us free he redeemed us from the power of darkness he translated us into the kingdom of his dear son we are now operating in a new kingdom in other words you belong to another realm you might be looking at yourself you are just a mortal woman being but jesus he made us a treasure to our Father. He has made us the elect. And that's why they call us saints. Not because we were saints, not because we are without sin, but Jesus came. He took our sin. He gave us salvation. He took our sickness. He gave us perfect earth. He took our poverty. He gave us riches. He took, he took our reproach. He gave us glory. And that is why we have to appreciate him. Thank you, most high God, for a day like this. is a resurrection day. The dead could not hold you captive. Father, we say thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. If Jesus had not resurrected, our faith would have been in vain. So we will not be able to even boldly call the name. But we have a day like this. Today is a victorious day. Today is a glorious day. In the body of Christ is an important day which we have to celebrate the goodness and the awesomeness of God. Thank you, most high God. In Jesus, much less name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. People of God, I welcome you to this prayer line this evening. And on behalf of the host of this prayer line, I'm glad to say happy Resurrection Sunday to you. Today, like this, is a glorious day which Jesus, he paid the price. He died and he resurrected. And that is why a day like this is a day for us to show forth. 
the glory of God. To, to, to show forth, to appreciate what he has done for us. We are going to pray, but before we go into prayer, I want us to share the word of God briefly. Well, I first want us to pray some prayers. And the first prayer I want us to pray, we are going to find in the book of Mark, chapter 16. I will start reading from verse 1. In Mark, in the, this is the resurrection story according to the gospel of uh, St. Mark. In chapter 16, from verse 1. Bible says, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome purchased sweet-smelling spices so that they might go and anoint him. That is Jesus. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible now. Bible says, very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they were saying to one another, so as they were going to the tomb, they were wondering, who will roll back the stone for us for the entrance of the tomb. Who we wrote the ball, the, the, the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb so that we can gain access. Looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away. <laughs> Though it was extremely large. That is what I want, we I want us to pray the first prayer point. Many of us today, we have many things ahead of us. Oh, who is going to help me to solve this problem? Who is going to do this for me? Who is going to do that for me? The stone in this place represents obstacles, represents challenges, represents problems, represents difficulties. Who will take this away? But there is a God that orchestrates in heaven and, and it is for our own good because it's our Father. And the first prayer I want us to pray is this. Lord, by the power of resurrection, roll away every stone of hindrance. Roll away every stone in my life. Roll away every stone in my family. Roll away every stone in my marriage. Roll away every stone in my head. Roll away every stone in my finances. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of resurrection, Lord, roll away every stone, Lord. In the name of Jesus, roll away every stone, Lord. In the name of Jesus, roll away every stone. In the name of Jesus, Father, roll away every stone, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Because of our time, we have to pray. Now this is the second prayer point. I want to read from Gospel according to St. Luke chapter 24. I read verse 5 and 6. Luke chapter 24 from verse 5. Bible says, And as the women were terrified, that is after the stone has been, has been removed now. So they were terrified and were bowing their faces to the ground. And the men said to them, Why are you looking for the living one among the dead? You see now, so why are you looking for the living one among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was with you in Galilee. So I want us to pray. Lord, swallow every dead situation in my life by, by, by your power of resurrection. So why 
are you looking for the living among the dead? He has resurrected. He has risen. He's no longer here. And I want us to pray because one of the the most important work that resurrection does is giving back life. Giving back life. So you cannot be you cannot be talking about resurrection and you not talk about life. We are not talking about physical life. We are talking about spiritual life and every other aspect of life. So I want us to pray this prayer. Lord, let your resurrection Swallow every debt in my life, whether financial debt, whether spiritual debt, whether marital debt. Lord, let your resurrection, let it swallow every debt situation or every dying situation in my life. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, by your power of resurrection, Lord, swallow, Lord, every death situation in my life. Father, swallow, swallow it by your power of resurrection. Every death situation in the life of my children, every dying situation in the life of my wife, every dead or dying situation in my family, in my business, in the life of my siblings and my parents, by your power of resurrection, let them be swallowed in the name of Jesus. Let them be swallowed tonight. Lord, by your resurrection, swallow every death. Swallow every death. Lemo kaliba kuraba sakla andaya. Ibra liketo preketeli iravasanda. Swallow every death, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let's pray the third prayer before we go into today's, before we share the word of God briefly and we pray. Oh, I, I believe someone is praying. On a day like this, is a day to claim your victory directly belongs to you. I want to read from the book of Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. Revelation chapter 1. Let me start from verse 17 so that we have a better understanding. Say, so when I saw him, I fell at his feet. He's talking about Jesus. That's the revelation that John saw. Say, so when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. And he placed his right hand on me. And said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. The Lord is going to lay his hand on someone tonight in the name of Jesus. He said, he played his right hand on me. Oh, the Lord, the, 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 the Lord will place his right hand on you tonight in the name of Jesus. Verse 18, an ever living one. You see now, he said, I am the first and the last. But in that verse 18, he said, and the ever-living one that is living in and beyond all time and space, ever-living. It's not only living for now, ever-living. You see now, I died, but see, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and AIDS. 
You see now, when someone is telling you that he has the key, what he's talking about, he's talking about having absolute control of victory. That is the way Amplified put it now. He said, I died. Look at that word. When, can you imagine a living person said, I died? And when you look at that died, it's not say, I died. It's a past tense. Say, I died. But see, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys. He's talking about absolute control and victory. So Jesus has victory over death and AIDS. That is the hellfire. That is the realm of the dead. And that is what we want to use to pray. You say, you that have the key, Lord, lock up every dead situation in my life. Look at that word. He said, and I have the keys of death. So Jesus has power to lock up death. Jesus has power to... Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, glory be to you. And that is what he came to do. Because according to the theologians, when Jesus died, those three days, the Bible said Jesus went to Shoel, where we keep, where, where, where the death of the of people of old that were kept. So he took the key from Satan that has the power over death. So that is what he's talking. He said, I have the keys. Because he took the key from Satan. He said, I have the key. No matter how fast you are, when you're, you are going to your house, you get to your door. Without the key, you cannot gain access. You have to wait for that person that has the key. But Jesus is talking here. He said, I have the keys. Oh my God. I don't know that thing that is dead in your life. Jesus said, I have the key over death. I have the key. He wants to turn your death to life. And you will pray that prayer for the last time that we share the word of God. Lord, by your key, Lord, turn away my death to life. Let every dead situation come to life. Oh, by your key, Lord, by the key of resurrection that is in your hand, you have absolute control. You have victory over death. Lord, turn my death to life today. Shall we begin to pray? Turn your death to life tonight. In the name of Jesus, by your key, Lord, the key that can open and no man can shut. In every prison of death, where I was kept, open it up, Lord. Open it up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Father, we bless your holy name this evening. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done once again. Thank you for as many that are in that situation, you are giving life to us. Thank you for your life, eternal. Thank you for the life given to our marriage. Thank you for the life given to our finances. Thank you for the life given to our spiritual life. Thank you for the life given to our social life. Thank you, Jesus. Given to our physical life. Thank you, Lord. Given to our head. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Most High God. In Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. People of God, I welcome you once again, and I greet us happy Resurrection Sunday. I pray that the Lord of Resurrection will make a day like this meaningful and impactful in our life and every situation in the name of Jesus. People of God, today we are going to share the word of God briefly. And what is the word of God for today? The word of God is Jesus, the ultimate substitute. Jesus the ultimate substitute. <laughs> For many of us, I'm going because of our time, I'm going to paraphrase some certain part of the scripture so that I can conclude on time and we have a few minutes to pray. Now, when I'm talking about Jesus, the ultimate substitute. So before there is a substitution, something must have been in place. And what was in the place in the mind of god in the agenda of god when god created man in the garden of the eden man was there to live forever he was there he created man and woman to live in the garden forever but in genesis chapter 3 when satan came in the form of serpent he deceived man or it deceived Eve, if you want to put it that way. But when, so if there is a forbidden fruit at the center of the garden, which God has instructed that every other fruit you can eat from, I mean every other tree you can eat their fruit, but only this one don't eat. But it is unbelievable that it is only that one that God said man should not eat that man wanted to eat from. But the devil deceived Eve, and unfortunately, Eve ate the fruit. Eve did not only eat, he gave to her husband, Adam. So both of them ate. Immediately they ate the fruit. What happened to them was that the glory of God that has been a covering over them, that glory disappeared. So the glory was removed. Then they now knew that they were naked. Look at it now. So when they saw what happened, I'm reading from Genesis. If you want to go there, that is Genesis chapter 3. So that, <laughs> the glory was removed from them because they heard what God has instructed them not to hit. So now, when they saw that they were naked, <laughs> they now had to go and look for fig trees just to do what? To cover their nakedness. So they look for the, the leaves of the fig to cover their nakedness and they are forgotten that when this sun shines those leaves are going to wither <laughs> and their nakedness will be exposed to so the extent that when they hear the voice of god they hide their verse because 
they know they are naked. The same God that they see before, and they are happy that they could hear God. But now they hear God and and they hide. Maybe if you have a, a young child at home, or when you are very young, when you do anything that is wrong and your parents come, you will just go and hide because you know you have sinned. And that's why Bible said that the sinner runneth, why no man pursue? Because the sin always makes you to run away from your maker. So in other words, God now made a promise. So the first thing that God, God made a promise that, oh God, that this cannot continue like this. This is not the plan that I have for you. So he placed a curse on the serpent. He placed a curse on the man and also on the, on the woman. But now he said something in verse 14. In, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 14, said the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are crushed more than all the cattle and more than any animal of the field. And your belly you shall go, and thus you shall eat all the days of your life. But in that verse 15, he said, And I will put enmity, that is hostility, between you and the woman, and between your seed. And a seed, you, you, you see it now, <laughs> between your seed and a seed, so what, we, what, what will happen is that, sorry, and a seed, it shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his ear. That is the first place which God has promised Jesus Christ for our redemption. Because man has lost that position. And that is why some theologians, they call Jesus the second Adam. Because the man, and he said, your seed. So I, 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 I'm going to send someone that is going to bruise your head. And you, you are going to do what? You are also going to bruise his ear. So God promised that. That is the fall of man. Unfortunately, no angel could come to redeem man. But Jesus, which is God himself, he came in the form of man. And he came to perfect the work of redemption. And that is why he was telling his disciples in John chapter 15, when he was about to finish it, he was telling them in that John chapter 15, in verse 13, that no one has greater love than to lay down his life, his own life, for his friends. So what greater love is this that a man laid down his life for his friend? Do you know Jesus did not die for us because we are saved? No. Bible says, while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even a righteous man has no mouth to die for him. But we that we are sinners, that we are lost, while we are yet sinners, Christ did what? He died for us. He died for us. And that is why I said in that Revelation chapter 1 verse 18, that I died and I am alive forevermore. And so because I live, you will also live. So instead of us to die, according to what he did in Genesis chapter 3, he gave us life so that we can live. And that is why that life that he changed, he gave to us instead of the death that we inherited, that is what we call the substitution. So Jesus is the ultimate substitution. Jesus is life. 
but he died. Why did he die? So that he can exchange his life for our own life. And that is why they say the Son of God became the Son of Man. So that the Son of Man or the sons of men will become the sons of God. In other words, it's a substitution that Jesus did. He was God. He carries life. He knows no sin. But he cannot in his God. And so he has to put on the form of man so that he can perfect the work of our salvation. He also went to the bathroom like we did. He ate like we ate. He cried the way we cried. He feels our pain too. So that he can go through the process of perfecting this work of salvation. I want to read from Hebrews chapter 2. I read from verse 9. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 9. I'm talking of Jesus the ultimate substitute. Jesus the ultimate substitute. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 9. But we, but we do see Jesus who was made lower than the angels for a little while. By taking on the limitation of humanity. Jesus is greater. Is Lord to the angel. But because he has to come and <laughs> perfect the work of salvation. He has to do the work of redemption for mankind. So he was made little lower than the angel. He was crowned with glory and honor. Because of his suffering of death. So that by the grace of God. You see now extended to sinners he might experience death for the sins of everyone you see, you see now look look at that, that, that word so there is a grace and what is grace some people will give you the acronym for grace that grace means god's riches at christ's expense so this is the richness of god that he demonstrated to human beings or humanity through the Christ expense at the expense of Christ is sacrifice Christ for that. So you can't talk about grace without talking about Christ. Grace is not complete without Christ because it was Christ that made grace beautiful. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And that's why this place is talking about in the Bible in verse 10 for it was fitting for God. That is an act worthy of his divine nature. That he, for whose sake are all things, and through whom all things, in bringing many sons to glory. You see it now. You remember, we lost the glory in the garden. Through Adam and Eve. So now, he's talking to us, therefore it is fitting for God. It is befitting. It is ideal. It is beautiful for God because of his, an act of his divine nature that he, for whose sake are all things and through whom all things, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the author and the founder of our salvation perfect through suffering. Who is the author and the founder of our salvation? That is Jesus. So he has to make our salvation perfect. He has to, he, he has to make us perfect. So, so, sorry for that. In bringing many sons to glory, you make, you make the author and the founder of our salvation perfect through what? 
through suffering. <laughs> Can you see that now? He made him perfect through suffering. And what is the suffering about? Bringing to maturity the human existence necessary for him to perfectly equip for his office as high priest. Because in, in the book of Hebrews, Jesus is seen as the high priest. And this is why he offered himself as the greatest sacrifice. And that's why I call it the ultimate substitute. So Jesus himself is the sacrifice here. Is the substitute here. So the sacrifice he made is for a total redemption package for us. And that is why he resurrected. A day like this, he perfected the work. Both Jesus who sanctifies and those who are sanctified, that is we, that we are spiritually transformed, were made holy and set apart for God's purpose, are all from one Father. For this reason, he is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. And that is why today, when you see Christians, when they see someone in the church, and they say, oh, brother Peter, sister Grace, sister Mercy, sister Rebecca, brother James, they are not biologically related. Because you, you cannot call someone a brother or a sister without a bloodline. Without a bloodline between both of you. But that is what Jesus did. So he set apart. Because he redeemed us back to our father. Because we are from the same father. Even we have the same last name. We are from the same Father, which is God over us. And that is why today we call ourselves brothers and sisters. <laughs> Praise the Lord. In verse 13 of that same book, and again, my trust and commitment, oh, sorry, let me go to verse 14. It said, therefore, since children share in flesh and blood, you see it now, we share in the flesh, that the physical nature of mankind. He himself, in a similar manner, also share in the same. So Jesus, because we have flesh and blood, him as a spirit cannot pervert the world without coming into the manner of our own physical nature. But when he did his own, he did it without sin. Let's get it right. Even Jesus, when he was on the flesh, for 33 and a half years, he, he feel like all. He did, he, he feel everything as we feel, but he did it without sin. Why? Because he still carried the nature of God. And why did he do that? So that through death, why did he do that? So Because as a God, he is eternal being. And don't forget in that Revelation 1.18, he said, I am alive forevermore. He said, he died. So for him to die, to pay that sacrifice, he has to come in the form of man. And that is why this Bible is looking to him as the lamp that was slain, as the high priest that make himself. He's the high priest and he also makes himself the sacrifice. The, the instrument, the only grace of the sacrifice for our sins. So, but he did it without sin. Even it was in the flesh. Look at it now. So that through death, 
so that through him experiencing death, he might make powerless him who had the power of death. That is the devil. So when Jesus came, one of the things they are giving to us is to give us power over the devil. So you don't have to fear devil again. So Jesus has made the devil powerless for you, my brother and my sister. In verse 15, and that he might free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held slavery throughout their lives. So you are no longer a slave to sin. You are no longer a slave to devil. So the Lord has free you. You are free indeed. He has made himself the substitute. So he exchanged your fear for the faith. He exchanged your sickness for the his healing. He exchanged your sin for his salvation. He exchanged your backwardness for lifting. He is the ultimate substitute. He substitutes everything. He turned it the upside round. He gave, he gave you salvation. He took sin from you. He gave, he gave us healing. He took sickness from us. He gave us glory. He took reproach from us. He gave, he gave us life. He took death from us. So, and that's why I said, death. Where is your thing? Because Jesus, Paid the sacrifice and he made himself the ultimate substitute. There is nothing better, there is nothing more that he can use to substitute for you, for your redemption package, than his life. He finished the work, he perfected the work. Oh, glory be to God! Oh, glory be to his name. And that is why when we sang this, glory to his name. Oh, people of God, Jesus is our ultimate substitute. And that is what today is all about. He finished the work. He perfected it. So now we are free. Don't forget that verse 15. I'm going to close there. We are going to pray. And that he might free all those who through fear of death were held in slavery throughout their lives. So he came to set you free from what? From the fear of death. Whether physical, financial, spiritual, moral, marital death. He came to set us free. And he has done it. So my brother, you are free. My sister, you are free. Jesus has done it. And Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. People of God, let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord before. Oh, just say, just begin to say good things to Him. Say thank you, thank you, Lord, for setting me free, because I am free indeed. Father, we bless Your holy name. Thank you, Most High God. Oh, for what You have done. What is it that can wash away my sin? Not but the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for what you have done for me. This is it's what nobody can do. You lay down your life. They didn't force you. No, you, you, you are not coerced to lay, to lay it down. 
Father, we say glory be to you, Lord. Thank you, Most High God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Beloved, I want us to go and pray. From this passage of the Bible that we read in this Hebrew, when you look at that verse 14, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, it said, Therefore, since children share in flesh and blood, it said, since we are partaker, so he himself in a similar manner also share the same. You, you see it now. He share the same physical nature but without sin so that through death he might make powerless him who has the power of death. That is the devil. So God has made devil what? Powerless over your life. And that is the first prayer point. Let me read that King James. He said, For as much then as the children are partaker of flesh and blood, he also himself likely took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. I want us to pray. Lord, let every power of death be destroyed in my life. That is it. So he destroyed the devil. He, he, he destroyed, he that had the power of death. So, see, listen, look at the word. Devil did not have power over death. He has the power of death. It is only Jesus that had the power over death. And that is why he came to destroy him. Because he has power over him that has power of death. I don't know if you understand that mystery. And I want us to pray. Lord, today, every terror of the devil, let it be destroyed in my life. Let it be destroyed in my family. Let it be destroyed in my marriage. Let it be destroyed over my children. Every terror of the devil. Every terror of the devil. What is the terror of the devil? In so much time is death. It, it terrifies you. And that is why I say many of you, we are fear. You are, you are afraid. So let's pray, Lord. Let every fear of the devil, let every terror of the devil be silenced by your power. Jesus has received the power and he gave us the power. So let us pray tonight that Lord, by your power, let every power of death be destroyed over my life, over my family. In the name of Jesus, shall we begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, let every power of death be destroyed. Let every power of darkness be destroyed over me, over my children, over my wife, over my family, over my siblings, over my parents, over my business and everything I lay my hands upon. Let power of death be destroyed. Jesus, the ultimate substitute, destroy the power of death. Destroy the power of death. In Jesus. Mighty name we have prayed. Try to get what I am saying. You know, when Jesus rendered powerless the ones that has the power of death, it means everything in your hand, nothing will die in your hand again. Nothing will die in your hand. So when you start a business, it will not die. When you start a relationship, it will not fail. When you write an exam, you will pass. When you embark on a project, you will be successful. Why? Because Jesus 
as rendered powerless. Either as power of death that can kill whatever you hold in your hand. I want you, you have to pray that prayer again. Because life will enter your life. This life will enter your hand. Everything you lay your hands upon will begin to receive life. Your hand. Oh, they say, my hands are blessed. My hands are blessed. With the blessings of the Lord. With the blessings of the Lord. My hands are blessed. Anything, say, anything I touch. Surely, because why? Because there is life in your hand. Pray that prayer again. Lord, by your power, destroy the power of death, which is devil. Destroy him that has the power of death. In my life, in my family, shall we pray. Mayebo koraba sakalia. Manda pro ali ibro sakle endia. By your power, you that made yourself the ultimate sacrifice. Destroy the power of death. Destroy the power of death. I receive the life of Jesus. Oh, begin to ask for the life. I receive the life of Jesus. In my body. Yeah. I receive the life of Jesus. Over my children, I receive the love of Jesus and the love of my wife. I receive the love of Jesus over my business, the life. Zohe kalimi kutakaya in the kute kreende kasupre edeya. The life of Jesus in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray this prayer, Lord. I substitute my sin for your salvation. Oh, you say, I substitute your sin. I substitute my sin for your salvation. I substitute my, my death for your life. I substitute my shame for your glory. I substitute my sickness for your healing. I substitute my poverty for your riches. I substitute my backness workness for your lifting. Begin to pray that prayer now. Begin to substitute everything you don't want. Oh, I substitute my barrenness for your fruitfulness. I substitute my sin for your salvation. In the name of Jesus, he is the ultimate substitute. He came in the form of man so that he can substitute oh, our death with his own life. Lord, I substitute my sin for salvation. I substitute my death Oh Lord, for your life, I substitute my reproach for your glory. I substitute my sickness for your healing. I substitute my poverty for your riches. I substitute my backwardness for your lifting. I substitute, oh Lord, Yekrahandaya, my reproach for praise. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus. Mighty name we have prayed. People of God, I want us to pray this prayer. There is someone on this prayer line that has a prayer request. And that person said that a brother has been suffering from mental illness for 15 years. And I want us to pray. Let's pray that where that brother is. Oh, Bible says he sent his word and his word healed them. 
and deliver them from their destruction. So one of the things that Jesus came to do is to deliver. And when I'm talking about deliver, it, 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 like where we read, he delivered from the one that has power of death. That is the devil. So Jesus has power over it now. So let's pray and pray for that brother where he is. That every spirit of mental illness will leave his body. We are going to substitute his mental illness for Jesus' wholeness. Jesus will, let's pray that Jesus, you will make your son whole tonight. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit that brother that has been suffering mental illness for 15 years into your hand. Into your hand. Lord, today, you will substitute his illness for your wholeness. Lord, you will substitute his illness for your wholeness. Lord, make him whole. Send your word. Send your word. Oh, Yama Kuriaba Sikle Endea. Bible says, We are the word of the king, is there is power. Ekali Bikura Bakaliaba Sikle Ende Kuriada Vasandaya. Send your word. Make your son whole from mental illness. Make your son whole. Destroy him that has power of death over his life. Destroy him that has power of death over his life. Make him whole, Lord. Make him whole, Lord. Make him whole, Lord. Ikeli iraba supra ila makute boriaba sikle ende kote kosada ye prosekli ande korianda vasindaya. Make him whole, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus, mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus. Mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray one more prayer. And in that verse 15, and he said, and deliver them who through fear of death while all their lifetime subject to bondage. There are many of us that are subject to bondage through the fear of death. I want us to pray. Father Lord, today free me from bondage. Every bondage that devil has put me. Lord, set me free. You know, many of us we are experiencing or we are we are experiencing fear in many things, and that God has even given us victory over. So we could not try. And that is the last prayer. Lord, give me, set me free from bondage, from bondage of sin, bondage of devil, bondage of darkness. Lord, set me free tonight by your power. Lord, set me free. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, set us free tonight from every bondage. Set me free, set my children free, set my wife free, set my business free, set my home free, set my siblings free, set my parents free. Everyone that is identified with me, set them free, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, most high God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Father, Lord, we thank you, oh Lord, for this evening. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for perfecting the work of salvation. Father, we bless your holy name. We magnify you for all you have done for us. In the day like this, we just come to thank you for it. And Lord, we also pray, Lord, that Lord, you have made yourself the ultimate substitute for us. 
that you have substituted in our life, devil will not have a hold over them again in the name of Jesus. We receive your life. We receive salvation. We receive healing. We receive breakthrough. We receive riches. We receive fruitfulness. Even for our brother is sick, we receive honest, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let the power of resurrection continually be meaningful in our life. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Can we shout to the mighty hallelujah? Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, people of God. I'm sorry for taking additional six minutes. Tomorrow evening, those of us that speak Yoruba, we are going to have the Yoruba prayer meeting tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. Also, every morning at 6 a.m. in the morning, you can join us for prayer meeting. It is well with you as you go in this power of resurrection. Oh, things will turn around for your good in the name of Jesus. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen, amen, and amen. Till mighty, hallelujah. 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 Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. So let's do it.